This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 30. The best ways to spend New Year's Eve in New York City. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. There's no place like New York City on New Year's Eve. Today, get three things you can do in New York to ring in the new year and get insight from two former New Yorkers. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how are you doing today? Hi, Lindsay. I'm great. How are you? It's a beautiful oh, day. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful day here in Denver. I'm excited to be here. Well, Aubrey, you know, we have you on this episode. You are a member of our team at All Ears English, and this may be the first time some of our listeners have heard your voice. We're excited that you're here. Yes. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. I'm Aubrey. And this is a perfect episode for me to be here because mm -hmm. we're talking about New York City. And I lived there for a couple of years and I I love it. I still miss it. Like, oh my gosh. I, like my foot was cut off. <laughs> Don't you miss it? Right? There really yes. is nothing in the world like living in New York City. It's the most unique, one of the most unique experiences you could have in life, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I yep. didn't want to leave. We were kind of forced to leave because there was a hiring freeze for teachers right. there. And my husband wanted to teach, so he couldn't be hired. They could oh. only hire teachers that were tenured. I so see. we moved back to Arizona, but oh, we didn't want to leave. We loved it. It was difficult living it there. It was hard. Kids, oh. But there was so much that made up for that. The culture, so many amazing things to go and do. Oh, I loved yeah. it so much. Oh, so That's yeah. that's awesome. Imagine how your life could have been different if would have or could have. Not necessarily better or worse, but just different if you had stayed, if your husband had gotten that job and you had stayed Very long different. term. But I, I have this theory that when people move to New York... It's hard to leave. They have a hard time leaving, right? They just, oh, yeah. they think New York is the center of the world. In some ways it is, some ways it's not. But today, Aubrey, we are talking about New Year's Eve in New York, another unique experience. Uh, I want to know a little bit about what we can do. Our listeners may want to know if they're spending New Year's Eve in New York City, what they could do that would be uniquely New York. Right, yes, Aubrey? and there are so many options. First of all, of course, you guys know about watching the ball drop in mm -hmm. Times Square. Yes. And that is the, it, it's, there's no experience like that, right? It's so <laughs> packed with people, yes. just wall to wall. And you, you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom. That's one thing that's that, the first <laughs> thing that comes know. to my mind. Yes. Because once you're in there, yeah. there's security everywhere and they can't let you leave. You can't get out. So there's that. <laughs> and also it's so cold. It's so cold in New York it's City so on cold. New Year's it's Eve, so guaranteed. You have um, to prepare, dress warmly. 
Absolutely. Did you ever do this? Did you ever go directly to Times Square and stand in that crowd? When you no there? way. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I when have I was so kid. many friends who did, though. But you did? I that lived like, in New York or were tourists? Yes. yes. No, that lived in New York. Both. Both. I've had okay. friends who were tourists and who went and also locals who lived in New York and would still go, but mm-hmm. one time. And then they're like, I've experienced that. I don't need to do that again. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I grew up in New Hampshire. So small town girl. Right. I always envisioned I wanted so badly to go to New York to Times Square on New Year's Eve. I wanted it more than anything. But by the time I lived there, I said, oh, no, clearly that's something that tourists do. And going back to the fact that there are no bathrooms. I mean, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, right? it's mostly for 12 hours. Yes, right. It's a lot of um, like teenagers, right? So, so yeah. my friends who had teenagers or, you know, I don't know, from about teen until 2025, they're up for it. <laughs> they, they could do it any older than that. And I think yeah. we decide no. that it's it's not worth the hassle. We raise our standards a little bit, yes. right? But it is one of those p- places in the world you might want to be, right? I, I guess there are a few for places sure. in the world. For some reason, Sydney, Australia comes to mind in the oh, center yeah. of town in Sydney, I think would be really mm-hmm. cool too. So that's one option, Aubrey. And what would be another? What was more something that you used to do as a local in New York? Yeah, so we would go up on a roof. There are very tall buildings in New York City. And on the rooftop, you could see the fireworks so well. Yeah, And it was fun. You'd get together with friends. People would have like a house party. But Mm -hmm. we would almost always go a couple hours before, you know, the ball dropped before the fireworks and hang out up on the roof. Even though it was chilly, we'd have our coats, you know, people would be drinking maybe wine or some other drink, lots of snacks. And it was fun to just to hang out, play some games and then see those fireworks. Yeah, there is a big rooftop culture in New York. I think it's just because it's the obvious reason. There's just no space. People don't really have yards. Now, was that in Brooklyn or Manhattan where you would tend to go on the rooftops? It was in Manhattan. I live Mm -hmm. just north of Harlem near Washington Heights. Okay. And yeah, we would go up on our roof and the fireworks are so cool because they reflect on the river. The Hudson River was right next to where we lived. So that was amazing to see the fireworks reflecting on the water. It was beautiful. And you're exactly right. That's why we'd go on the rooftop is everyone was in like a one bedroom. So there's not (laughs) enough space to have a big get together unless you go up on the roof. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I mean, there are no lawns in Manhattan, really, unless it's between four buildings, right, in the back courtyard or something like that. I suppose some really nice buildings have that. Yeah, I did a lot of rooftop hangouts, too, when I lived in New York, more so in Brooklyn. I remember watching fireworks on the 4th of July in Brooklyn from a rooftop. So there's definitely a rooftop fireworks culture in New York City. So guys, check it out. See if you can get an invite to a house party. Party, make friends. Right? I think New Yorkers are friendly. I oh, really yeah. do think that. Yeah, definitely. I certainly had a few experiences where someone would be a little less friendly if they were a little yeah. grumpy for some reason. But in general, I agree. Almost all of my experiences, people were super friendly, very social. So yeah, yes. you know, chat yeah. with people. There is just the tiniest chance you'll have a negative interaction. That's how it is in any big city. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, anyone you chat with is going to be friendly and kind to you. A hundred percent. And Aubrey, for the last one, I mean, what do you think about doing the whole fixed price menu meal at a restaurant? Are you on board with that or not so much? 
I am. I think it's fun, right? I actually did this more when I lived in Paris. I did a few prefix meal, right? Oh, but yes. <laughs> it's, um, in New York City, we didn't do it because we were, we were starving students, you know, we were like just <laughs> starving very, artists. And it's still very expensive. Like it might be a fixed price, but it's, you know, alcohol and an appetizer and entree and dessert and is still going to be quite pricey. Yeah. So you have to be prepared for it to be a little bit expensive, but it is a really nice way to do something that's special occasion with friends. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think I, you know, I really enjoyed restaurant week in New York. I got to go to Bobby Flay's restaurant and that is the time to really go all out when it comes to f- food in New York, right? If you're not nice. necessarily a millionaire, you know, it's going to be hard to go out and eat a good meal every night in New York to look for restaurant week, look for other ways to get that good food. But I personally would rather do the the fixed price menu in Paris, like you said, Aubrey. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Yeah. I did. I, I went to this amazing tapas restaurant in New York City. It was called oh. Alta. And that mm. was so fun to be able to taste all these different amazing foods. Yes. But yeah, it was restaurant week when we went. So it was sure. more affordable. So fun. Yes. If you guys are traveling to New York, that might be worth looking up when is restaurant week and trying to be there to experience yes. that. A hundred percent. I mean, so those are the three things that New Yorkers do do, guys. I mean, some people go watch the ball drop in Times Square. Some people go to a house party and then some people do go out for that traditional meal. Maybe it's with a date or maybe it's just with a group of friends. I love it. I love it. Any final tips on how to enjoy New Year's Eve for our listeners, Aubrey? I think the main thing is make sure you're with people you love, right? Family, yes. friends. You want to be around pe- you're the people you're closest to on New Year's. And sometimes mm. that's hard if you're having to choose one group over another. But Ooh. yeah, just you know, make sure to spend it with the people you care about. I love it. I love it. And I want to let our listeners know that you spent a lot of time over on our other podcast, Aubrey, IELTS Energy. Can you tell us a little bit about that show before we finish up? Yes, it's an amazing show for anyone who is preparing to take the IELTS exam. We have three episodes every week. Jessica and I, she's a former examiner. She was an IELTS examiner for 14 years, and she has passed all her knowledge to me. So we're able to provide all of these insider tips and strategies to make sure that you can get the scores you need on the IELTS yes. exam. And it's very motivating, very engaging, gives you it. lots of tips to, yeah, to make your study fun. Yes. And so, yeah, come check it out. It's called IELTS Energy. I love it. So good. And guys, make sure you follow this show right here to get all of these awesome episodes we publish for you uh, four days a week on this show. And in the next episode here, we're going to give you a little vocabulary to talk to native speakers about New Year's Eve. So we're coming back to the theme of New Year's Eve. Can't wait to get on the next episode here, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, you too. See ya. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.